Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Trek to the Holodeck Season 2. Season 2, Season 2, Season 2, Season 2. Season 2. You probably can't (laughs) see this because you're listening to it in your bathtub or whatever you do these days. uh, In your daily commute from the bedroom (laughs) to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, we all have new haircuts. Yes. Uh, We all got jacked (laughs) Mm -hmm. since Season 1. Uh, we have like all... 80s mullet haircuts. That are decided, 80s like, mullet our haircuts. clothing <laughs> is fitting a lot better also. Our clothes yeah. aren't as tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're in two pieces now, not one piece, two pieces. Yeah. They increased the budget, the camera budget uh, and the lens budget. So now everything is shot in 16 by nine instead of four, three. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's that transition era where they were going from for standard Super depth nice. to high depth. Super he takes nice. breaks. Uh, he directed directs a lot of our episodes now. There are a lot of cuts. There are a lot of cuts. <laughs> Uh, but welcome to uh, but 20- no, this is basically the same show yeah it's the same show <laughs> same show but in 2021 season two of Trek and to i think Online. darius you said maybe we could arbitrarily decide 20 something episodes per season from here on out yeah i think we'll just arbitrarily uh mirror uh star trek uh seasons not not discovery and new trek because that's that doesn't but old trek uh seasons where we just have like uh 25 episodes a season arbitrarily i like that if we did 24 or if, yeah. we, okay, if we did 25 then that gives us like two weeks off in the year hmm. okay we could that's we could have a, a mid a between seasons break of one week oh Wait. and leave off at a big cliffhanger what do you mean <laughs> two weeks off in a year there's 52 weeks in a year but, Exactly. So that would mean we do two seasons in a year. That'd be fifty oh, gotcha, episodes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Mm. <laughs> we I, like, Jan, I really hope like, you really hope you know that there's way more than twenty six. Uh, <laughs> I don't know weeks in a year. <laughs> it's a new decade, man. It's a new decade, new rules. New rules, man. Weeks are fourteen days long. <laughs> Each week is a fortnight now. Oh God! Welcome to the future, man. Right. Welcome to the future. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, what What is this show? What is Trek, Trek to the, the Holodeck? Holodeck Trek is to Holodeck. a podcast where we are finding and ranking all of the Holodeck episodes in Star Trek. Uh, there are some listed out there, but some of them aren't listed. So we had to do the hard work of going and like trying to watch all the episodes to see where the Holodeck content is. Yeah. And you might be asking yourself, what what is a Holodeck? If you've somehow stumbled in here and you've never watched Star Trek before... Just pause it now, go watch an episode, and then come back, and then you continue. Uh, the holodeck is a, a room that you walk into, and holograms project, and you can just be anywhere and do anything, and it's cool. And the way that we judge those episodes is with a fair objective system called the Drask system. Mm-hmm. Which we came up in season one. Yeah, we came up with that in season one. We're, we're sticking to it because it's a proven formula. And DRASC stands for Dialogue, Romance, Action, Suspense, Camp, and Stakes. And sometimes Dialogue stands for Drama, depending and on... Jan is the only one who consistently gets that right. <laughs> depending on who's saying it, DRASC is Drama, Romance, Action, Suspense, Camp, and Stakes. Or if Dylan's saying it, it's just DRASC. There's no camp. There's no, there's no camp. I say it incredibly confidently. <laughs> <laughs> What episode are we doing for this first? This episode one of the year? we decided to do Deep Space Nine, 
episode Ooh, yeah. one of season one, Ooh. Emissary, that originally aired on January 3rd, 1993, which on the date and where we're recording this is almost exactly 20, how many years, Jan? 28 years. Exactly 28 years to yeah. the date that we're recording this episode currently. And we have a very special guest on the podcast this week, Avery Brook. No, I'm joking. That'd be great, though. I, oh, my God. I thought, like, oh, yeah, like, he just, like, blips, pops in on the on the Discord and is like, oh, <laughs> and is, like, playing the piano. Okay, so we, we talked about changes we should have for season two, and we couldn't think of anything yet, but here's one. We get a soundboard oh, of, oh, please, Avery, please, of Avery please, Brooks' please. weird sounds that he makes as Cisco, and we just punch it whenever. We- <laughs> I will. Ab- I'm going to abuse that soundboard if you give it to me. I am going to just be man. Oh, and especially in this episode, this is like yeah. peak. Like- this is peak weird Cisco. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing. Uh, we did uh, part one. This is a two-parter episode, but everywhere you watch it, and I think even when it was aired, they just kind of bled part one, part two together. So it's an hour and a half. But we're gonna arbitrarily say the end of episode one uh, is where Miles O'Brien says goodbye to Picard. So we kind of just stopped watching after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but watch both parts because the first part is definitely. Kind it's just snooze. the first half of a long yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, so yeah. why don't you settle in, uh, maybe lay down on the ground and light some candles mm-hmm. and take some deep breaths in and out, in, mm-hmm. out, and close your eyes yeah. and s- start to come with us on our track to... to- I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Man, if only we could get the uh, the, the Deep Space Nine theme song to come in right there, because it starts with yeah, and it's got that. That was definitely like a a seasoned premiere change that we did there. Definitely was a lot different <laughs> than what we've been doing in the past season. So, Emissary, January 3rd, 1993, teleplay by Michael Pillar, story by Michael Pillar, and... Rick Berman. Yeah. Uh, Cisco sound. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say all the shitty parts of this episode, any parts that are boring and you don't like, just let's just say it. Rick Berman wrote them. Rick Berman did. Yeah. Blame it. I was directed well, by... Apparently, Sorry, I'll just say really quickly, say like this, the first draft of this episode, Michael Pillar was like... I don't like it. I need to re- I need to change it. And Rick Berman's like he thought it was fine. So, but Michael so but all the greatness of this episode can probably be attributed to Michael Pillar. I yeah. feel like he gets he gets a script from Rick Berman and is reads the whole thing in a room of writers. And Rick Berman's like uh, drinking coffee in the corner, and every time Michael Pillar like reads something shitty, he like looks up at another writer friend and is like, 
<laughs> does like the gym look like good. The way the way I imagine Rick Berman writing is like Jadzia Dax cup size C. Oh god. 30, you know, like, like he would this is like how he would just write Roman he's punch, he's a he's a peck he's like a um, he's a yeah. pecker. Oh, he's, he's a pecker, pecker typer. Sure. Yeah. Big time pecker. Rick Berman, the pecker. He's a hunter. He's a hunter peck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jadzia Dax. Dax. Hey Bernie, are you are you done with that? Are you done with that uh, teleplay just yet? It's only like a, a seventy page teleplay, but it's been taking you like four weeks to write it. Yeah, I'm almost done. Okay. Kiraneris wears skin tight costumes. Yeah, they get like Rick. Why'd you spend two pages describing this woman's body? Like. I don't. I guess I got lost. I don't know. I'm just trying to help the casting director. Trying to help him. Trying to help him. him. You know, in the future, Rick, you're going to be considered very, very sexist. (laughs) Well, it's not the future yet. (laughs) All right. Uh, This episode was directed by David Carson, who directed yesterday's Enterprise and the movie Generations. So, some uh, Star Trek directorial royalty. He's got some. He's got some history with this weird, like, going into the, like, wormhole, like, this weird, like, in generations, it's, uh, it's the... It's like his thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like his thing. Well, well, like, this came up before Generations, but after Yesterday's Enterprise. But I feel like, but they're like, hey, whenever there's weird, like, timey-wimey stuff, we'll get it, we'll get David Carson. We'll get him to do it. <laughs> nice, uh, timey-wimey. Yeah, nice Doctor Who reference. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've seen, like, seven episodes of Doctor Who, but uh, <laughs> I know that reference. Thank Just like how you. I know who Luke is on Gilmore Girls. Yep. It's Daria. I could have sworn you were going to say, that's I know who Luke is from Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. <And> <laughs> yeah, same guy, right? It's yeah, Mark same Hamill. Guy. I've only seen, like, one of them. <laughs> Our music, uh, music was yeah. done by our boy, Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac, baby. Denny, Denny Mac. 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 Denny Mac. <laughs> we, need a, we do need a soundboard. Now that you've mentioned it, uh, we need yeah. soundboards for all the names. <laughs> we need the, the John Cena music coming in when we announce it. Yeah. <laughs> That I think the John Cena music would actually be best for Ron Jones because yeah. his music is sneaks up on you like it the episode will be silent and then all of a sudden it's like what is this this is crazy i want the john cena theme song played on piano by avery brooks oh my god (laughs) incredible incredible guest our shout outs guest our shout outs we got a big one up top and it's pretty pretty obvious who it is we got our, our boy Patty Stew as Jean-Luc Picard. Shocked. He's too. A very young role for him. His One of his first roles, actually, is in this episode Did you guys of know, Star Trek. I, I read, yeah, if you click on his name on Memory Alpha, it actually he ends up being in like every episode of The Next Generation. It's, no. it's wild. Yeah. No, he, he, I think they picked him because he actually he was on The Next Generation, put him in this episode, and then they're like, let's just continue doing that. Yeah. And they even like brought him back to make this new show. Whoa! What show? That's what yeah. Picard's based. It's one of the new Star Trek. Sh- I'm not sure which wow. one. It's, it's uh, he's probably Picard. Lower Decks. I think. 
Gotcha. I think gotcha. it makes sense because there was an episode of The Next Generation called Lower Deck. So that's probably where. What a career launcher is. this show really is. I can't. It's nuts. It was big. Yeah. Big, it was big yeah. for him. There, there's one part in this episode where Picard. Uh, he says Bejor like I've never heard before. Bejor. <laughs> it's like, the like, only yeah, time. Yeah, totally. He says Bejor. Uh, Patrick, we've actually decided it's going to be pronounced Bejor. Okay. Okay. Which, when he says Welcome it that way, it makes me think the way everyone else says it is super American. Because I immediately thought Bejor is like the way. Bejor. Y'all been to Bejor yet? And I... I automatically imagine uh, Brad Pitt saying it. Uh, yeah. Brad Pitt's character from uh, Inglorious Bon Giorno. Bajor. Bajor. Second best. <laughs> you speak the second. <laughs> he speaks the second best Bajor in here. Bajor. Uh, Avery Brooks walks in, and Picard's being played by Brad, like a young Brad Pitt for some reason. Welcome, Bajor. <laughs> Welcome, Bajor. Sorry, oh, what were you going to say, Jan? <laughs> uh, well, there are two things now, but it does make sense <laughs> the way Patrick Stewart pronounces it. Because, like, well, I've been saying Bajoran for Roe in all those episodes. Yeah. So it's Bajor, right? Yeah. Like, actually, we've decided it's going to be Bajor. But they watch the big show. So, so, <laughs> so I'm going to say that they're Bajoran now? No, they're still Bajoran. Bajor. Oh, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> As usual. Captain Picard is correct. Uh, as usual. <laughs> as usual. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is Inglorious Bastards, but it's Bajoran resistance fighters during the Cardassian <laughs> occupation. Oh my God. I would God. like to see that. I would like to see that very much. With the, the cast of the, uh, it's a Muppet movie, uh, but with, <laughs> but with, yeah, that, it's just like a whole pop and culture our, our cluster. Good old, our good old Mark Alamo can reprise his role as Gal Ducat. I, as I don't know. If, have you guys ever watched it. an interview with that guy? Mark Alamo? He's no. one creepy dude. Is he just as creepy as Gal Ducat? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, there's the documentary about Deep Space Nine, and in the like group interviews, I don't think he's there, but then he's in like his own interviews. And he's always talking about, like, he says weird things like, oh, she's such a beautiful woman or whatever. Oh, and then kind of like old man laughs and was like, I, I really liked this character. He's just like a really weird guy. And she's like, he, he's the kind of guy that would say like, oh, she was a real fox. Yes, yes, and yes, And you'd yes, be like, yes. that's not offensive until you say <laughs> until it. Until you say it. When you say it, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, and it seemed like everyone did not, maybe didn't like him, but were like, you're really good at your role. But we're not inviting you to the cast parties anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's he's perfectly cast as Gold Ducat, who like every episode that he's on with like like Kira, it's for example, I saw one recently. Fun. Yeah. And he's like, Hey Kira, um, you know, things are different. You know, maybe You're like, get just away like, from no. me. <laughs> okay. All right. He's got like he has he basically pay, plays a role as if he has sexual chemistry with everybody that he talks to. Literally everyone. Um, well, let's fly through these other uh, guest yeah. star shoutouts because most of them are just become regular characters on the show. Um, but we got uh, Aaron uh, Eisenberg as Nog. We got Max Gordoncheck as Pit Boss Rom. Uh, before Rom becomes like a, a pretty big Wait. character, I missed him. And we got him. yeah he he was running a he was running a um 
a uh, what's it called? Dabo table. Dabo, Dabo table. table. Uh, and we got Mark Allen Shepard as Morn. Um, and then J.G. Hertzler as the Vulcan captain of the Saratoga. He's just yeah, he's just a he's just a Vulcan captain. Uh, and it goes down with a ship. He's pretty emotive for a, a Vulcan captain yeah. too. But it, I, it's important to bring up because he en- eventually plays General Martok, the Klingon, yeah. uh, oh, cool. who's a big <laughs> character in DS9. And it also means that he is both in the premiere and finale of <gasps> Deep Space Nine. Whoa, that's really two cool. two separate characters. Yeah. J.G. Hertzler sounds like a brand or like... J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Hertzler. It's of cash now. It's now. <clears throat> it's my money and I need it now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are not sponsored by JG Wentworth. No, yeah, don't. <laughs> Yet. 2021, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Camille Saviola as Kai Opaka. Yeah. Who has a very mm-hmm. nice matronly aura to her. Who pinches mm-hmm. his ear. Uh, that Maybe that's in the second ear part. Lo- pinches the ear. Lo- first part. That's the fr- yeah. It is the first part. Okay. Cool. Yep. What if somebody, if do you think somebody if somebody did that to you how would you react? If she were like the pope, which is what <laughs> Kaiopaka is, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> all right. I'd That's be like, hurt. Have you met the pope? I'd be like, look, yeah. dude, look. Yeah, I know you're the pope. I know you have a lot of power, but like, can we not? Don't touch. Like, I'm not Catholic. Oh, can we just not do this? <laughs> Don't touch. If my the pope like sprinkled some water on your face. And like it's holy. Like, do you think the Pope just does shit like that all the time? Like, hey. <laughs> he walks around. Oh no, that's Pope stuff. Just normal Pope stuff. Like, really? So, yeah, it's, it's like holy the, water. It's like that joke where you come out of the bathroom and your hands are still wet like, and you like whoop. splash it on somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's like his practical joke. Like whoever his like assistant is or whatever, they come in and he's like, "Hey Jared, hey Jared, hey Jared, are you don't do the water? I'm not gonna do the water thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Just turn around." Turns around, splashes him with the water. Dude, I can't. <laughs> you gotta stop splashing holy water at people. Um, speaking of uh, her character, it made me think, like, have we seen in Star Trek a alien race, an alien uh, species that has, like, a bunch of different religions like Earth? Because, like, I feel like in Star Trek, because they have so little time, uh, there isn't a lot of like exploration of like this planet, like if it's Bajoran, this planet has like 10 religions. Three of them are like the big ones, but it has like 10 religions. Most yeah. of the time it seems like an alien race has one religion. That's it. And they all follow that religion. I, I had the same thought, <clears throat> but about how big the planets are. Because yeah. when they visit the planets, like, Bajor looks like this. This is what the people are. And they show, like, the big city. And I'm like, I think about Earth. And I'm like, Earth is fucking huge. There is no way that the whole planet just looks and thinks like this. Like this is how they look and think. But, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, in Star Trek, whenever we go to Earth, we only see San Francisco. Because that's all of Earth that exists anymore is San Francisco. That's actually kind <laughs> of my favorite part is they treat Earth like an alien like planet. Like all the other planets. <laughs> Whenever, whenever Cardassus is like, oh yeah, I was, I went to Earth. What they mean is they've been to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> very hilly planet. Very hilly. Very hilly. I parked my shuttle and I forgot to put the parking brake in. <laughs> they occasionally reference Paris every now and then, but yeah, as exactly. a distant yeah. place. Yeah. 
in in a transporter future, we're so off track. In a transporter future, <laughs> people don't really have a sense of geography either. Probably I mean, like I'm just gonna go. True. I'm gonna go down to like the the, the, the Tibet. I think later this afternoon, just hike the steps, come back down, trans beam into Paris, have a little right. snack. Well, yeah. Do you think people things because would get of that, globalized? Like, like cultures would meld, right? Like so, planets would kind of look and look the same, right? Because everyone can just go anywhere, whenever. I guess. Aesop said that Vulcan. <laughs> she thinks Vulcan had sex, like sex of different. Of their religion, so it was like oh yeah, sex. yeah, that's right. a good point. Yeah, which I guess yeah makes that makes well, sense. Aren't Romulans weren't they technically a sect of Vulcans? No, that's more of like a, a evolutionary thing. Beforehand. It's an evolutionary. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So. <laughs> Love what they've done with Romulans and Vulcans and Discovery. Okay, back yeah. to this show. <laughs> <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's start our new our new segment. Real Not quick our before new we segment. do that. Real quick before okay. we do that. Would you recommend <laughs> this episode based? solely off the holodeck content no I but i would recommend this episode I absolutely would uh, you would uh-huh only I'm, if only for jake cisco's outfit that he's wearing it is fun <laughs> he's got Looks, like the he's got like a future tom sawyer look to him that's exactly <laughs> what they did they're like oh, he's gonna be on a dock so future tom sawyer <laughs> i would say uh, it's so peaceful and calm. Um, I'd probably say no. I'd probably say no. I also have something to bring up, which will very, uh, very much affect, I think, this episode that we were recording right now. Are we going to include any of the scenes that take place with Jake on that dock during his like weird like psych trip in the wormhole? Because it might be taking place in the holodeck. Technically the holodeck, but it's also all in Cisco's mind. It's a memory yeah. of the holodeck. Yeah, okay. Not the holodeck. I thought about that too. <laughs> I love that that sequence or that multiple those multiple sequences. Yeah. Why are you here though? Why do you exist here? Welcome so back to our segment. This week on this week on, we have our special guest. Neon, say hello to everybody. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> Real excited about this. <laughs> Welcome to this week on, and we're so happy happy to have you on. On this week on, you will have thirty seconds to explain to us what happened in the episode outside of the holodeck, so that we don't need to spend the time everything, talking everything about it in this episode. Even the holodeck, or everything. Sorry, everything in this yeah. episode. Go for um, the holodeck too. Like whatever, whatever you want. The you have thirty seconds on the clock. The timer starts whenever you're ready. Okay, Captain Sisko and his son Jake survived the Saratoga, but uh, Miss Sisko <laughs> dies. Big time, really important fact of his character. Anyways, Deep Space Nine is a real shithole. Bajor is a shithole right now. It's up to the Federation to try to save it and uh, bring it into the fold. Quark is uh, forced to stay on Deep Space Nine and run a bar. Anyways, uh, Orion says bye to Picard and uh, peace. That's it. <laughs> nice. Do I have you time to spare? Two seconds. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, you had you had like a good like five seconds to spare on that. I, you, yeah, I know. you did. What could it I very have, good. What could I have added? I guess just we learn. We meet everybody. We just oh, meet. Everybody. O'Brien kicks a machine. You could have added yeah. that. He, he kicks, kicks the transporter. <laughs> yeah, the transporter makes it work. That's Dirty cool. secret of uh, every engineer in Starfleet is. Oh yeah, transporters are basically just replicators. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're just replicators. We only use them on humans. But they're that under, underneath, it's under terrifying. the hood, same, same fucking thing. Um, good job. That, I think that that encompasses Great job. M- mainly everything. When I was watching it, um, going to what you said in the very beginning with Cisco losing his wife aboard the Saratoga, um, I was watching it with my girlfriend and she was like, I like how he only thought about his wife, not his kid. Didn't think about his kid during this situation. Sis, <laughs> Jake just happened to be with his wife, oh, so right. he got uh, lucky. But he, the whole time he's just like, Jennifer, Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, hi, Cisco. Hi, Jake. Uh, Jake, yeah. uh, here you go. Hey, Jennifer. Take him to his pod. <laughs> Jennifer. Hey, Jake, I love you your friends Jake, you're kind of in my way. I'm trying to get to Jennifer. Excuse me. Yes, Jennifer. I hope you're okay, but you're kind of... Oh, you Jennifer. think he's like, he's acting. He's, he's like, Jennifer, Jennifer. Oh, Oh, Jake. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. Are you okay? Wow. You got big. My you Jake. got big. <laughs> you doesn't see him. He's working long shifts as Lieutenant Commander on Saratoga. He's like kind of scared, absent dad. Just seeing yeah. him. For, Whoa, you got home. Hi, I've been working so much. What? Wow. It's <laughs> the real reason why he resents. Jean-Luc Picard is like, ah, now I have to be like a single dad. Like, it's just, I never was up to it. Not in the It's a lot of work. Uh, It would be a great irony because one of the best parts of Deep Space Nine, of course, is Jake and Benjamin's relationship. It's so incredible. Yeah. Uh, I was, when I was watching this scene, especially, which I know is like the first scene of the movie, but I was like, you know, if you include part two, in a way... Emissary is a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Because there's of the non-linear time aliens and the fact that his wife dies. If if you ever get to make a trailer for this one, just do make a, a tenant Nolan, trailer yeah. for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> what is time? What is time? <laughs> um, the I, other thing while watching this like opening sequence, I it's been a long time since I saw the first episode. And so I didn't know exactly what the holodeck content was. And I was like, is he reliving? Did did he relive this in the holodeck? Because the way they were cutting back and forth between him and the captain of the Saratoga, it made it seem like Cisco was the captain of the Saratoga at times because he was like telling orders to people to like give things. And so I was like, oh, is he playing the captain? And we're seeing like him as the captain, but then we actually get to see who the captain was like... I don't know. He's trying to like felt, relive it. It's like, what if, what if this had yeah. happened instead? Yeah, he's if, like would Jennifer have lived? The death spiral of like trying to get Jennifer <laughs> to live. He's doing the uh, you're the, hell captain. That, yeah, that seventies dad thing, but yeah. in the holodeck. Like yeah. he's <laughs> yeah, but it, that's not the case. It just happens to be that he gives orders because he's the lieutenant commander. It, he's just incredible. yeah, he's on the bridge. Watching yeah. the like the intro, like the stinger to this. I now completely understand why, not everyone, but people were a little like, what the fuck is this? Coming from TNG, like super chill, calm, you got the nice hum, and then like season premiere of of new Star Trek. Yeah, the camera's fucking shaking everywhere, and and like shit's on fire, and you're like, what the fuck? We get the shot of Cisco and Jake's hands. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I could totally understand why people who had watched Trek would be like, "What? The, this is bullshit. I don't know what this is insane." <laughs> if you, yeah, if you think about because like best of both worlds parts one and two are cited as two of the best episodes of the Next Generation, and they skip this battle entirely. 
Skip it. It's like, we're just going to do it right. We're going to just do the battle that you guys skipped over. Like, there's some repercussions. Like, hundreds of thousands of people died in this battle. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. Well, let's, uh, I mean, what do we like? What What do you guys guys like? like? Yeah. It's tough. Pilots are hard, man. Pilots are so hard. It's, it's, like you got to introduce everybody and you got to make it interesting. So I, I like to judge a pilot based on how much I like the characters based off my first interaction with them. Uh, and like, obviously we all know and love O'Brien. He's a real person more so in, in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. His first it. scene, he's like bitching about Keiko already. He's like, yeah, she said she wanted to go on vacation already. Women, right? They're like, I mean, at least you like, have a wife, dude. It's like, yeah. So, O'Brien, you do, do know that this place is kind of a shithole right now. Like, <laughs> I, my, my favorite part One of, shithole. of the O'Brien intro is him immediately being introduced, walking through just wreckage of a of a space station and just being like O'Brien being like this is my life every single day you look around this is what I'm dealing with every single day one of my favorite parts with O'Brien is the uh unintentional setup that O'Brien's going to be working with replicators his entire stay on deep space nine when Jake's like is this the food replicator and O'Brien's just like all the replicators are down right now. Like we just have, we have emergency rations. I can send some down, but like, <laughs> just for my hope is by the end of season six, we'll have all the replicators fixed. <laughs> what are seasons? Just, I, like just, to, I, I, I love to imagine the um, episode where Cisco uh, stops uh, um, O'Brien in the command center and, and is like, Hey, uh, O'Brien is my, you said you were going to get my replicator up and running in my quarters. Is that up and running yet? Because I have a date later and I kind of want to, uh, I love to imagine that that is, he never fixed the replicator in Cisco's quarters. Like from, from season one to that All the point. Way through. Yeah. Cisco's the just end. been too scared O'Brien, to ask him. O'Brien's just been like, yeah, Cisco, I'll get to it. Trust me, I'll get, I'll get to, to it. it. But right now, it's I just, got. <laughs> it's just goes such a good chef too that he's like, it well, doesn't I'll just, even matter. Well, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll make some. That's famous. That's Gumbalaya. the. It's the thought that pops into O'Brien's head every time he sits down at home, right after a shift. Sits down and is like, ah, oh, Cisco's replicator. Cisco's. <laughs> and he forgets it again. <laughs> uh, oh. In that uh, scene too, I loved Cisco. Uh, Basically making fun of Jake when Jake's when he's well, like Jake says something and, and he slaps like, him. <laughs> <laughs> I in that scene, Jake looks like Mar fucking Mario. He's wearing a red <laughs> shirt and these like blue overalls. <laughs> and I couldn't get out of my head. I was like, You look like future Mario. <laughs> They got the what is it the first looks picture or whatever or yeah. last looks picture yeah and like okay we got Mario Jake we got Tom Sawyer Spoiler Jake, Jake. <laughs> that's the yeah the look board is just Mario yeah. Tom Sawyer <laughs> what was your uh, what was your uh, first impression of um of uh, uh Julian. Julian Bashir Jan oh he like it sucks <laughs> so much <laughs> he's so annoying. It, dra- it dragged it down for me. Yeah, I will say I watching how it, much yeah. watching it for the f- again for the first time in a while, I was like, "Oh, 
I always thought Bashir was kind of the asshole ladies' man, but in this first episode, Bashir's like the nervous ladies' man with mm-hmm. with Jadzia. He's like, oh, uh, Jadzia, hey, um, oh man, I'm really nervous right now. Hey, <laughs> do you mind if we like go for a drink later or something? Like you're real cool. <laughs> the annoying part about him though, is when he goes into <clears throat> the medical medical bay and yeah. he's that like rich kid. Who's like, man, I've, this is the slums. I wanted Other to teach sides of the trash. I really wanted yeah. to teach in the inner city. Like I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to teach yeah. these kids how to, be cool like the worst uh need the leadership of the yeah exactly and kira's like are you fucking kidding i will i will murder you i will eat your head (laughs) conversely kira's intro for me rules like she's just like (laughs) she's awesome have you ever worked with Bajoran women? It's like, okay, O'Brien, I get it. You don't like your wife, but not every, you don't have to, it's like, no, you don't understand. You don't, all right, have fun. Okay. <laughs> and I love that Cisco is just like constantly not phased by anything. He just sits there and she like, you know, yells at him and he's just like, he has that weird smile on his face of like, okay. And she's like, I'm sure you want the office now. He's like, well. I wanted to say hi first and then take the office, but you want to do it the other way around. That's fine. <laughs> and then she's like, uh, I got to go take care of this. You don't need to come. And then she leaves and it holds on him for a second and he smiles and is like, <laughs> and then like follow. <laughs> I'm going to come. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's wonderful. Uh, I do feel like I couldn't tell if, if Cisco is like really good at his job or if he just has insane senioritis. <laughs> Because, you know, this whole episode, he's like, I'm going to transfer, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm just going to do my job for the next three weeks Fuck until it. you get another commander in here. <laughs> then I'm going to transfer. So, like, when he's like, so his, like, really chill blaseness, I attributed more to, like, I mean, I don't, it's long term, not my problem. If yeah. I piss this lady off. Cisco's blaseness, though, there's a point where he, where the, uh, Kira's down there just, like, working, like, straight up just, like, clearing debris out yeah, and he walks up hands like, dirty. Major Major Kira? Like and she's like, I don't know what you Starfleet people do, but like we everyone pitches in. Everyone's got we we gotta do this stuff. And then but Cisco goes like without saying anything, but with this weird Cisco look, he just like walks <laughs> over, picks up like one thing and puts it in the thing and he's like, see, I do work too. Look at my hands. They're dirty. I'm like, Cisco, you picked up you didn't even break a sweat, dude. <laughs> that was super <laughs> condescending. <laughs> yeah. I I love that uh, the scene in which uh, Cisco sees goes and meets with Picard. I remember watching that scene for the first time and being like, "Man, this is tense." Like Picard's kind of being an asshole, but he and watching it now though is like the writing was so good yeah. because Picard like knows and he doesn't say anything he just fucking takes it because he's like yeah i murdered a lot of people and i feel and i know that yeah and i can't explain it to you i can't even (laughs) there's nothing i can do to make you feel better so you don't know what it's like to be assimilated uh totally understand (laughs) but like it's kind of the worst i kind of like didn't have any free will like i couldn't like i couldn't decide to not do this yeah so my brain was hacked and all the information in it was used to kill your wife and i feel really bad about that thanks for bringing it up thanks for bringing it up i just love that he never he doesn't even try to explain it it's just like such a classy like adult captain move it's like 
you're going to be pissed at me. Go for it. Like, there's, you, you got to do it. Part of me was just like, because the way that he kind of like, ha- he doesn't sneer, but he like, he curls up. He's, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, one of these guys. There's one on every ship. I get it. <laughs> I was the cutest. I was the cutest. If I could change things, I would. I would. I would. <laughs> I would sorry. not have been the cutest of Borg. <laughs> But I was. Did I want to be assimilated? No. I tried not to be assimilated. But it's the Borg. And I'm sorry, but Voyager doesn't exist yet. So it's not like we can just defeat the Borg whenever we want to. It's not convenient, uh, I know. But uh, the Borg were an existential threat to humanity. And I'm a living example of it. But okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go do your job, please. <laughs> please. Uh, I, I do I, I do love our our intro, introduction to Nog. Um classic. Nog being a full on thief. Street rat. Street rat. Street rat. With a uh, huge yeah. guy as like his yeah, who's his that? like muscle. <laughs> I wish they had the feeling that Quark made him do it. Because Quark is always pulling the strings on his stuff. Yeah. I think they say that. I think like uh, Odo or something says that at one point of like they they probably – he probably told him to steal that stuff. Cause, yeah. And then Quark does the, oh, my God, what are you doing? I'm going to punish him. I swear. We're leaving. Cisco, Cisco pulls the most like un-Starfleet thing and is like, I'm going to kidnap your kid and put him in the brig. And you're going to do what I want you to do, want me to do. <laughs> Well, Picard had just told him to be like, hey, do whatever you got to do to make this yeah. situation work. He's like, That's cool, true. I'm going to start like imprisoning kids. Uh, <laughs> stop, don't uh, stop and frisk. Uh, I love like, what are you what are you doing? He's like, honestly, I don't want to have this kid in prison, but this is this is the way that they work. There's this thing called like that, you know, plea the bargain, plea bargaining. Like we got to do it or else he's just not going to. It just looks like he enjoys it so much. Whenever he does yeah. shit like this, he's like, "Oh, this is this is awesome. This is gonna everyone's gonna their minds gonna be blown. This is so cool." Well, like Deep Space Nine is the old west show that is Deadwood. It's like Deep Space Nine is Deadwood. It's yeah. the town versus Star Trek: The Next Generation and Star Trek. They're all, those are all cowboys on a frontier. Yeah. This one's like, no, this is just a town and here's the marshal and the marshal's got to keep order and yeah. he's got to do things that Absolutely. he may not we may not like, but it's necessary. Oh, that's uh, Did I you guys notice that Star so I, I I couldn't yeah, it's great, right? Uh, yeah. I Quark looks weird in this episode, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I then I read the trivia on Memory yeah. Alpha, and it's like, it's Rom's nose. Wait, what? They didn't have it's, time to make multiple prosthetics, so they just gave Quark Rom's nose. <laughs> and I think that's why we don't see them. I have a feeling we would have seen Rom and Quark when they catch Nog, if they had had the prosthetics for both of them. If they had three Ferengi noses. Yeah. But they only had two. <laughs> they I only guess. had two, which makes me talk about, I uh, want to talk about the makeup for um, Odo because. He looks uh, like a skeleton, man. Because Odo's makeup looks more human than he ends up having his his makeup. And they, they have the point with Odo where they're like, 
I look like this because it's really hard to get <laughs> like you, like uh, uh, the look right. And I'm like, well, you had it in the first I, few. Uh, I like to think that I like to think that Odo's like really hard on himself and is like. <laughs> This is the best that I could do. And everyone's like, no, man, like you had it really good. Like last week, you <laughs> did a really good it. job. And he's like, no, that was shit. Trust me, this is the best I can I'm do. I'm a shapeshifter. Okay. I'm a shapeshifter. And I know, I know it's good. You guys okay? don't know anything about shapeshifting. Get it. <laughs> All right. I'm just Buddy, saying. like at this point, it's like you've been Botoxed everywhere. Like by the end of the show, that's what he looks like. He looks like he's just had a full body Botox. It's so like stretched and smooth over his ears and everything. His like his new hairdo is like a, a little, a few more pumps of Botox. Like each yeah. season, it gets kind of puffier and puffier <laughs> and smoother. <laughs> Hey, hey, Odo, uh, I've never wanted, I've never like known what's appropriate or not to like comment on, but you know that like we have lips, humans have lips, just, if you just were to add lips, I think it's like, no man, lips are impossible. Look, I've tried. Can't, I've, I've tried. tried. <laughs> I just want to say like your lips looked pretty good like earlier on. When, no, you know when what? I first met does, you. Does he ever shapeshift into like a Klingon or like another like humanoid race. I I know that other founders do, but they're but he says that they're better shapeshifters than him because they have I more think practice. Okay. I think there's an episode <laughs> the one episode they could have done it on, he was human at the humanoid at the time, he couldn't shapeshift, so they had to give him prosthetics. Oh yes, okay, cuz I was like <laughs> if he like has to if he shapeshifts into another race but it's just like yeah, humans are really hard, but I can do the Klingon stuff, the super detailed <laughs> shit. I can do the Cardassians, definitely. I can do the Klingons, I can do the, the anything Frankie, with ridges. But yeah, anything with ridges. <laughs> <laughs> anything with ridges. He says in a really weird what do you mean anything with ridges? Like anything with you, ridges, trust me. <laughs> what about Trill? I said anything with ridges. Like I did not know that okay. about Trill. I need to leave, yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of, actually, originally Jadzia was like the trill on The Next Generation. And there's like a V on the forehead and no spots. But then apparently just... Maybe I haven't watched... Maybe I haven't... I I don't remember that that episode of Next Generation with the trill. But So the trill on Next Generation had a V instead of spots? Yeah. The, The episode is called The Host. And it is the first occurrence of a human ever being the host of a trill symbiont. Huh. Whoa. So that's that's um that's a time where I'm like okay with a carrot with a alien redesign. Um because you've only seen them maybe once or twice. Yeah. yeah. Unlike, you know, the <laughs> Klingon redesign and Discovery where Or even Romulans. Yeah. <laughs> I like to like, think we've spent a lot of time with these people. And I'm sure this is how I'm sure this is how they felt from the original series to the next generation. They're like, we spent a lot of time with Romulans looking like regular humans. And now you've made them look like this. Alex Kirksman's only seen one episode of every season. It's like, we'll just do what they do with the trill. You know, we've only seen them like once. There's no problem. (laughs) Just like, just like, uh, 13 sir? i mean Worf is a main yeah, but character they, they changed, but they changed the they changed the they changed the klingons from the original series to the it's next generation good. so we can we've only seen them once we can change yeah, them but here, like right? that was a big deal too when they like had to fix canon and stuff I'm, like, I'm sorry Kurtzman, but they could talk like they could still talk 
yeah, there was a lot of makeup, but they could still talk. Their mouths could, yeah, move. you could hear them fully. How are those weapons looking over there? They looking cool, and he just like walks away. Hey, can you make these weapons thinner and less, less? I don't know, less sharp. More like can a weapon. Like bones? More like a gun. If you could possibly, great, good job. Can everything be guns? Let me see that batlith. Yeah, it looks too much like the original Batlets. Can we make it look a little bit more organic, please? Could you yeah, look, like, make it look like of... a gun? Could you make it look like a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm not going to do that. Just hear me out. <laughs> hey, so you're new here at Props, right? So look, this is what we do. We just make two of everything. One of them looks a lot like a gun, and the other one looks like a normal thing. Just show Alex the gun one, and yeah. he'll approve it. I those costumes looking over there. Can we make the costume look a little bit more like a gun? gun? A little more like a gun. (laughs) They have, they're like, we'll show you the gun costumes. And they like go to this trailer and there's like a bunch of costumes with like, (laughs) with like uh, mascot level gun heads. (laughs) Faces pop out in the handle. And he's like, around the face, around the face, there's a red. A yellow and a and a blue <laughs> ring. <laughs> those those are it. Those look like great job guns. <laughs> Love the new trill. Love the new trill. <laughs> um, some more trivia. Uh, let's just let's talk sure. about a little bit more trivia. I think this is an interesting one that Ronald D. Moore wished that there was a monologue at the beginning of Deep Space Nine, like TNG and the original series had. I would have loved to hear what that monologue was. Especially since it would be Cisco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Over the Space top of stations. Space. Space. The final frontier. <laughs> <laughs> these these oh, are the voyages. Okay, imagine <laughs> these are the stories. He's, he's playing <laughs> the piano. That's the theme. And he's like, Space. <laughs> the final frontier. <laughs> these are the stories. I feel mm, like we get some These are the stories. Poetry. <laughs> From Cisco. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. That would be so good. <clears throat> I found it interesting that this episode was written largely during the LA riots, and that heavily influenced this whole idea of like the space station being destroyed and like a wreckage, and like what can rise from the, from the ashes. ashes. Yeah. Whoa, interesting. It's fascinating. Um, also, some, Deep Space Nine does better than LA did, I think, long term. <laughs> so, yeah, something, that, something that we're all very, uh, very uh, acquainted with at this point in time because we spent so long in quarantine is people recorded this episode and then sold it to people in the UK. They scalped oh this episode to people in the UK. <laughs> they were just like... Dying to watch some new Star Trek content. Watch some new Star Trek I mean, content. I, I, that's insane. I want to meet somebody mm. with one of those tapes, right? Mm. Like, hey, how much are those going for these days? Uh, it's like when they, when they would like record uh, uh, tapes of albums and like smuggle them over the uh, the border in Berlin to like East Germany, oh, East Germany, yeah, to like give them like pop music and stuff. James McAvoy from Atomic Blonde. (laughs) Guys, seen that one? I have seen that one. Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna do that one after Gilmore Girls podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atomic Blonde podcast. We're gonna make a whole fucking (laughs) season of two year podcast on Atomic Blonde. 
we talked about this when we did chain of command part one but apparently they even filmed the big issue with chain of command part one that we had was like why wasn't the ferengi quark yeah well now it's i find it even more annoying annoying because they had already filmed this episode of the space nine and rick berman still shot it down so they they literally already had the actor and, and the quark. sets. Yeah. Costume? His makeup? They didn't have his nose yet. Well, then they, they were going to have his nose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Wait. yeah, Berman was like, nah, people don't know who Quark is. Yeah, that's the point, you idiot. They're going to get to know who Quark is. <laughs> that's so incredibly frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, do we want to take a peek inside the, the archives? Yes. And then Just take a look in there. Accessing Starfleet Archives, Deep Space Nine, The Promenade. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, Pert, Pert, Pert Lewis, is that, is that it? That's me, you are Jim Space. Tom Space. Tom, Tom Space. Space, sorry. It's okay. I gotta yeah. hear it twice to remember it. Tom no Space. Worries. No worries. Yeah. Uh, I was just coming from, uh, you, you know, um, uh, fuck, O'Brien? Yes. Chief Terrence O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I was helping him out with one of the uh, food replicators. Apparently they're oh. all down on the station and they're nobody all... can get them up and running. So, oh, man. Yeah. I was going to have a nice <clears throat> bowl of shrimp is what I was, I was excited for is a nice bowl of shrimp. Oh, I love Dang. a good old uh, replicated shrimp. That's yeah. Fun. Greetings, Ensigns, Tom Space, and Pert Lewis. Am I correct in identifying—excuse me, I I am a bit nervous—identifying my two fellow Ensigns? You got our names right, but you pointed to us in the wrong order. Yes, you just flip it. Yeah. So you're Tom Space. Yes. And you're (laughs) Pert Lewis. That's us. And you are, sir? Oh, Peck. Peck? Low Peck. Mr. Peck? Mr. Low Peck. Or Mr. Lopec. Where does the apostrophe? Well, Mis- Mr. Lopec was my father, who unfortunately died on the Saratoga at the Battle of Wolf 359. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of that. Oh. I was, yeah, no, I was on the Saratoga. Oh, you, you were, were on, on Saratoga? The, oh, my God. Yeah, I, With I, Ke- I was Commander in Eng- Benjamin Sisko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in engineering. I spent a lot of time on the lower, lower, lower decks, like low, low decks. So. Mm-hmm. Be yeah, there aren't that many decks on a Miranda class starship. You must have been low, low deck, low, very low, low decks. Deck. Yeah. Well, my my father was captain of the Saratoga. He was the Vulcan captain. I don't know if you were aware. He died in battle. Oh, yeah. I'm so when you're sorry. That low decks on a ship, you don't really get much uh, face time. It's almost like every captain is a captain. You know. Mm. Oh. Yeah, everyone Interesting. above you. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of this I've, place? I've, it's, it's really something, huh? It is what we call on Vulcan a shithole. Oh. It's a fixer-upper. I'd say, yeah, it's more of a, I don't know about a shithole, but, uh... Oh, sorry, <laughs> shithole is a Vulcan word. Uh, the Universal Translator is not picking it up. Oh. Uh, shithole. One of those ones that shithole. you guys have gotcha. a word for something and we, we don't have we a do. translation for. Gotcha. Exactly. It means um, a work in progress that will see fruit within centuries. It's a fixer-upper. 
Mm, fixer upper. Just so like we do this. have a word for it. <clears throat> yeah. So the universal translator just kind of. Well, you up. have multiple words for I it. I will talk and to uh, O'Brien. Maybe we can get that fixed. Oh, Miles O'Brien. Yes. Miles O'Brien. <laughs> what what is his what is his rank? It's not clear. He's, he's it says chief here. Chief. But chief. he's but he's chief. we're all officers, so technically we're his commanding officer. Well, no, I'm ensign. Well, yeah, he's same. Chief. Yeah. He's chief. Well, chief is a, he's an enlisted chief is an enlisted rank. Yeah, but he has a rank within Starfleet, right? Yeah, it's yeah. chief. What? But he's the best of the lowest. That's a low low vex. Chief? Now, like, O'Brien bosses me around, so I feel like he's ahead of me. Yeah, yeah you're tech, you're his boss technically. Well, I'm gonna oh. keep taking orders from him because he seems pretty like. Hey, what uniform? Because I'm wearing, I couldn't decide this yeah. morning. I had the one with the. So you know, I've the been wearing. We wear on starships. Whenever I'm going to the command deck, because Major <laughs> Kira's up there, and she gets a little like short fused, I will wear a uh, Bajoran uniform. Whenever I'm with uh, Miles O'Brien, I'm wearing a, uh, a, a Starfleet uniform for Deep Space Nine. And then I've had oh, to go the color back. up top. Yeah, I've had yeah. to go back to the Enterprise a couple times. And I've just been going back to the old Enterprise uniforms. Because huh. Picard might get a little. Mm. I've, uh, this place has been so chaotic, I've taken the liberty of uh, modifying my own uniform with uh, some fur. I don't know if you guys see this nice fur. I did the, notice the, the fur. It's good fur. Yeah. I thought, uh, you know, uh, there's just so much chaos going on that nobody's really going to notice. And uh, they might see it and be like, hey, I want one of those, you know. Are you uh, trying to set a trend? I'm, I mean, I, I, yes. And I, I hate to use this word, but I am an entrepreneur myself. Here's my business card. Uh, 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 Pertilus. P. Lewis. LLC. Uh, I almost actually, you see, uh, corks over there, that bar that's bumping. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. An I, enjoyable uh, venue. It was a, uh, as you like to call a shithole, uh, before, uh, in the midst of the transition and cork was leaving and I was going to buy the space. I already had purchased it to open a bar. It was going to be your <laughs> shithole. It was going to be my shithole. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, Cisco made uh, Quark go back, so I lost the space. But it's cool. Uh, it's no cool. offense. I'm kind of glad he had Quark go back. I mean, Dabo well, is one of my favorite games. <clears throat> I mean, we'd have Dab. It's not like it's not like Dabo's gonna go away. Dabo, we would have had Dabo and things better than Dabo also. So, what are you going to do instead? Oh, it's cool. I'm gonna open a nice little, uh, like clothing shop, like a boutique clothing shop. Maybe kind of like be a tailor, maybe. Uh, so I can make custom uniforms for people. Oh. I'm what, reading what is, off the pad here. Sighing? Actually, this there's um the only Cardassian who stayed behind. I actually opened up a clothing shop. Yeah, he's a tailor. And he bought up all the patents for. Opening up a clothing shop on Deep Space Nine. And not to mention he's a Cardassian, so if he's Cardassian, any, are you, any are you serious? competition, and he's just gonna, you know. Off oh my yeah. god, I don't like Cardassians, so this right. is just making it worse. I'm uh, sorry, I'm getting a communication from Commander Cisco. He wants to grab a drink. Oh, what? right, because you guys are close from the Saratoga. Oh, 
Yeah, I'm sorry about yeah, your yeah. father, by the way. I mean, yeah. being on that ship, I totally understand the idea of loss, you know? Yes, well, you know, as a I've Vulcan, I'm not too. supposed to say, oh, you lost something. What did you... Was it a, a family member? A, a uh, pet? No, I, uh, so uh, I had this uniform that I would wear every day, and it was like my lucky uniform. Um, and in the battle with the Saratoga uh, and the, the Borg... Uh, there was a lot of fires on the lower, lower decks, and mm-hmm. it got a There little, were fires all over the ship. Yeah, it got a lot of damage to it, and so I, could get, I had to leave it behind, you know? like. But you were, wear, you were wearing your lucky uniform on the during the Battle of Wolf 359. Yeah, did it, yeah. Did it come off of you at some point? Did it, like, no, burn no, off? No. I, mean, I had burn? it on the whole time. And honestly, <laughs> I think it's the reason why I survived that whole battle. I think that's what, what was going on. How'd you lose it? I guess I had to really... take it off because at the oh. point where I was getting onto the shuttle, it there it was like there was almost nothing left of it, and so I was like, I want to give it a a like a burial of sorts. So I put it, I put it down. They were a little pissed off at me because I was in my underwear on the. But yeah, uh, that must pod. have been an awkward ride. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like you harbor I, a lot of emotions. And, anyways, uh, I just wanted to say I can I can I can feel the your loss. So I'm sorry, Lopec. It's 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 a it is a little bit different than losing one's father, but uh, I don't know if it. Would thank be, you. Uh, I mean, it meant a lot to me. So it just does not even seem like it was a lucky uniform. If on that you were wearing it on the <laughs> yeah on the day the Borg attacked Starf the Federation. Yeah, I mean, it just it like I said, I, I, I we lost I, I many would, ships that day. I would count the day. luck to me surviving. Mm. So it's just a, just for you, it's your luck. It's my lucky uniform. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So everyone else would probably say that's un, the unlucky uniform because a lot of people died and were you know you assimilated. Know uh, if you yeah. weren't if you weren't wearing that uniform, perhaps you would have been assimilated. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. That would have yeah. been. Man, could been you bad. imagine if I got assimilated? That would have well, sucked. Now it could happen because you do not have that uniform. Yeah. Any longer think about that. Well, I'm going to go, uh, I got to, I told O'Brien that I'd try to get some of these food replicators up and running. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, I got, I better go. Oh shit. I'm, I'm a fuck. I'm in my, I'm in my Bajoran You're in the uniform. wrong uniform. Yeah. All right. You're going to need. Do you want to borrow mine? You have red and I would need yellow. Yeah. I no, can give you a wrong. sweet deal on like a portable, uh, like a, a portable uni uniform replicator. They're really hot. I can't. I can't buy your mistakes right now, Pert. So thank you. Okay. Though. Oof. All right. Well, it was very nice to meet you, Tom Space. Um, I'm going to go drink at the bar. That should the be bar mine. Later. Oh. Yep. Okay. Well. Yes. I. Yes. By my. By myself. I, Not with you, Tom Space. All right. I'm sorry. Sorry, I just—it's a fresh wound. I apologize. It feels like this conversation is a much darker tone than if we were on a different place. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. the it's the space station, right? The, it's, it's really the space dim. station. Though. It's really dim. They're yeah. not it's really light. dim. Things are yeah. kind of shaky. It seems it's like it's hot in here, right? It seems it's like really somebody's hot. holding the the space station with their hands, and it's kind of shaky. That's what yeah. it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm going to go get those replicators done. I'll yeah, see I'm going go to go get yeah, pissed drunk with Commander Sisko. I'm going to look at you guys. I'm going to get drunk <laughs> by myself and watch you guys get drunk and then maybe wander over at one point so that I can be friends with Sisko also. Uh, yeah. 
So I, I, I do just want to point out that O'Brien does switch uniforms very quickly. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. I forgot about that. Like extreme yeah. like before Cisco gets there and O'Brien's already in his new uniform. Like <laughs> yeah. did he only have one when he was in the Enterprise? He's like, finally, I got some it's new fresh uniforms. Threads. Damn. Yeah. For, um, but like on every other Star Trek show, people are like, uh, I'm gonna wait a while before so, I change over. So this is also the food replicators are down. But does that mean they have like replicators for the uniforms or someone like is Garrick over there sewing these things by hand? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> just like speed sewing. Like here you go. So here many you go, Starfleet go. are coming in. <laughs> I I I also find it fascinating that he O'Brien changed to go say goodbye to Picard because as we know, Picard is hella lax with the uni policy especially at this yeah. point especially TV. at this point yeah he could have worn like a fucking t-shirt and a leather jacket and he would have been like it's i like to imagine yeah i like to imagine uh, uh o'brien was in a t-shirt and shorts right and he was gonna head yeah. back over and uh and somebody was like hey o'brien where are you going I'm heading head back over the head back over the enterprise. Gonna enterprise. say goodbye to say bye everybody. Get up the bridge. <laughs> He's you're got gonna, like you're not gonna get into your dress uniform for that. Why? Why would I just say goodbye I, to everybody? Yeah, but you you know you probably should like look. You nice. got oil, you got oil on your shirt. Uh, you, well, I mean I'm the mechanic. <laughs> Cracks a yeah, beer. I'm fucking chief. I'm, I'm chief. I'm, I'm chief. I got a promotion, baby. He, That's chief to you. <laughs> He transfer he he transports over. He's still in his his like short his shorts and t shirt. And the replicator the the person the transporter was the person was like um whoa O'Brien what you is going right? what is going on here? They've never <laughs> seen him outside of uniform, and they're like whoa what the O'Brien we gotta get you a uniform. What are you doing right now? He like <laughs> transports onto him some <laughs> yeah. He's like what are you, what what what. I know Picard is super lax with the uniform, but like that's this going a too bit much. too far, O'Brien. <laughs> I just want Picard to see the real me, okay? I just want Picard to know that like <laughs> I'm I'm leaving the Enterprise to get a break from doing so much work. <laughs> a vacation. Basically. But all you did all you did was just make sure the transporter worked. Yeah. All right, I'm leaving. This has been right. nice. You know what? Get oh, out that's of transporter room did, three, huh? please. Get 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 out of here. This is my world. Yeah, this is my transporter bay. <laughs> All right. Um, I also want to say, and I've said this before, this show would look so beautiful if they remastered, remastered it, it because there's remaster it. Can they just so remaster many... all old Trek? Can we just get a remastered Voyager two? I, I would do that. Like, I don't need lower decks. Right, like I could, you take that money and you put it into remastering all the old ones. I would maybe <laughs> almost take going to be cheap compared to one episode of Discovery. I That's say, true. yeah, skip, do skip. like nine episodes of Discovery next year, and use that thirty eight episode Discovery <laughs> season, and yeah, spend those two episodes on remastering. Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and just throw Enterprise in there while you're at it. I know Enterprise okay. was shot during HD times, but like, It'd be just easier remaster to it anyways. Give us a 4K <laughs> Blu-ray of fucking Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> that I can play on my PS5, baby. My PS5, baby. All right, let's, let's talk holodeck stuff. Um, Not a lot. Uh, the one thing there. I do want to point out is that when they exit the holodeck... 
they kind of jazzed it up a little bit because yeah. there's the yellow lines, but they also threw in some blue crisscross lines within each square, which I thought <laughs> was fun. Nice touch. And this yeah. is on the Enterprise, right? I don't think it is. No. I, I, I thought about it. It's like, this is weird. This, yeah. The hallways look weird, too. They yeah. don't look like Enterprise D hallways. Yeah. And I was like, I, I used to think it was the Enterprise, but now I don't think it is. I think the Enterprise is already there when they get there. Yeah. Because, yeah. because when they get there, O'Brien's like, ah, oh, Picard wants to see you, dude. Like, Picard's ready for you. So just head on up to the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. I, it's another think, ship or a space, yeah. another space, not a space station. That would be another sense. ship. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in the, in the memory alpha trivia that it's a rich, it's like written to be an Excelsior class ship, mm-hmm. but they never show it. So it doesn't even really matter. Hmm. But it's, a, I think it makes sense though, that like, okay, Cardassians leave Bajor and they're like, oh fuck, what's the best ship? What's the best ship? Um, oh, <laughs> Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise, can you go to Card- uh, Bajor, whatever it is, and just just make sure nobody like fucks that's, with it. And we're gonna how, send some others. That's how lieutenants are like, uh, we need to send somebody to know what the best ship is. And like the the intern is like, Come on, guys, you you're fucking it's in charge of the whole thing. It's the Enterprise. The yeah, all right, just send that one. I don't care what it is. Send it. It's the fastest, best one. Just send it. <laughs> just send it. Uh, just go. Just, just send it. Send the and then we'll, we'll figure out. I'll look at the manifest here. What's uh, <laughs> there's there's a guy, um, Commander Cisco. We'll send him. Just send him. He'll be the commander. It's a guy. It's a guy at Starfleet with a spreadsheet, just like Riker. It's like it's Riker. It's Riker. Yeah, it's Riker. It's figuring Riker. it out. All right. I got this one guy who was at Wolf Three Five Nine. We'll just put him in there. He'll be the commander. Pasting. <laughs> He's pecking. We're gonna Copying give. It. We're gonna give O'Brien. Uh, Promotion to choose. I think? guess he's going to be in charge. It slots. It fits. That's it fine. Because then I it's can not, replace it with. Yeah. Okay. He fits. It's yeah, not preventing again. me from doing it, so it's okay. <laughs> like the programs. Oh, I'm not getting right. the. I'm not getting the ding sound when I put him there. It's not yeah. telling me no. It's, right. right. We're, get, we're getting way off track. Cool. Let's, let's talk about this holiday content. Uh, There's not a whole lot of it. Is Cisco walking onto a dock or Jake? is fishing at a pond that I'm assuming is in New Orleans. I'm just assuming it's in New Orleans. I'm a little disappointed they never revisited this place because they set it up as like the place that, you know, dad and son are going to talk. They love fishing. And then they just never go back and talk about fishing. He even says like, let's just bring the lake with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when he forgets to, he just leaves the thumb drive in the in his temporary quarters. He's calling later, like, "Hey, um, I promised my son that I would bring that holodeck program over. You know, yeah, have a little continuity." He's like, "Oh, we cleaned that thing out. We we That's replicated. Wiped. That's wiped. Yeah. yeah, we just wiped oh, it. Everything's man. recycled." Uh, it's kind of our policy as a hotel ship that transfers people from one space station to another. We just want to make sure that we want to make sure kids don't walk in on pornography, you know? Yeah. We got to wipe bad. That's got to wipe them every time. It's wiped. Hey dad, can we go to the lake? (laughs) Uh, son, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We're We're going to have to lake, Jake, just in a little bit, right? Just in a little bit. (laughs) And that's, that's until Jake stops asking you to go to the lake. It's like in a little bit. In a little bit. He, yeah, he knows that it's never really going to happen. Oh, God. Part of his childhood is lost. So, yeah, it's so basically got, an exposition scene. Yeah. We got Jake We got Jake fishing. 
as future yeah. Tom Sawyer. And, and he's yeah, he's it. so bad in this scene, acting-wise. Yeah. He's a kid. He's a kid he comes so far. Just, like, watching him, like, become an actor, especially from this point, you're like, oh, you're a child. You are, like, a child. And, and it's not easy stuff to say, like, what is the space station we're going to? Ah, this is the exposition. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I guess we'll, you know, like, it's just, it's not a really dynamic scene to play. Yeah. Uh, but does, he? he's pretty good, though, in the echo, in the wormhole. Yeah. Yeah. He's much better. Yeah. The, the whole, epi- the rest of the episode, he's a lot better. It's just that one scene in particular for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's rate nothing really, let's rate it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's, there's not really much, much to else about. to talk about. I do like he's like, will there be kids there? And Cisco's like, there's gonna be like so many fucking kids there. <laughs> Two episodes later. Um, so there's like 12 kids on the space station. <laughs> there's like one kid that you'll become friends with, but that's about it. And he's kind <laughs> of a thief. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a piece of sh- like I'm not even gonna approve of it. Yeah. Uh okay. So let's see here. First episode of the year ranking, dialogue. Mm. One, one and a half. <laughs> it's it's so Again. exposition. It's so like yeah. let's just get all this information out. I'm one point for the. We'll take the lake with us, or the okay. whatever. That's that's a good one. Yeah, I'll give it one point as well. Romance zero Big old zero. If we're counting his his uh, brain Love imaginations, his child, which were not. his romantic view of the yeah. world, which yeah, that beach scene is wild. Uh. Yeah. Action. Zero. Zero. Action. Zero. Yep. Suspense. Uh, what, what are there going to be kids? Are, are there going to be kids at the <laughs> at the space station? Zero. Zero. Okay. Camp. Tom Sawyer. Uh, Tom, Tom Sawyer outfit. <laughs> the camp is. There's more camp there than not. And I'm going to give it a three just for, I love the outfit. I love the outfit. It's the reason why I say you should watch this episode for the holiday content. (laughs) I'm going to give it a two because it's there. And I'm going to give it a two as well. Steaks. Zero. 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 Man. I mean, pretty brutal. Okay. (laughs) I guess there could be steaks in the fact that like Cisco's trying to like, Break Connect. the news, not break the news, but like make sure Jake is okay with this. He's going like, anyway. Like, like Cisco's walking in there, and Jake could be like, "Fucking hate you, Dad. You pulled me away from all my friends. I don't want to be here." That's what they would do now. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, that's what they would do in any TV show. Now it's like he's mad at me. He's mad at me because we're transferring again. He's yeah. doing fake drugs in the holodeck. He's doing heroin yeah. in the holodeck. Uh, is it real? Is it real heroin? No, no, it's fake. I'm gonna keep my zero rating though because I just don't think the stakes are very high. The stakes are: is he gonna remember to save the holodeck program? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah, I'm gonna keep mine a zero as well. Okay, computer, give us the first score of the year. Calculating. Zero point six one. <laughs> nice. That's got to be last place, right? It's uh, it's ahead of the outrageous Okona. <laughs> we really hated the outrageous Okona. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is like people like that one. They're like, oh yeah, I, the one with the comedy. It's like that sucks so okay. much. <laughs> yeah, we really shat on that one. That is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. We that must this have not one... even given it a high camp score. 
like a camp <laughs> score should have been, I think we Saved didn't it. give it a high I think we didn't give it a high camp score because we we're like they were trying too hard. It felt it wasn't like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> we gave it a two for camp, just to be clear. We oh gave a, I gave a higher camp score to this than I gave to the outrageous Dakota. <laughs> That was clearly an example of us really being super subjective. Uh, but well, fuck that episode. That episode sucks. <laughs> it does have a great Ron Jones we, score. We, it we, does. We do, we do have uh, training at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. So we, we, we kind of know what we're talking about. When it comes to oh, uh, yeah. The, the former <laughs> Upright Citizens Brigade. We're legacy. Think about that. Well, I'm sure they'll, they'll be offering classes. They are still offering classes, online. aren't they? They're still doing online classes. They're, God damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do we'll do that when the when UCB is officially canceled, and we'll do a, a series on that as well. Okay. So, uh, what should we do next week? Should we should we look at our list of of, of TNG episodes? Should we do a Picard episode? <gasps> we could do a Picard episode. Let's do a Picard episode. Yeah. Um. Just because. Let's do it. I think that would be fun. I'm trying to What's figure out which What's the first episode season? that they have his the office holodeck. in? Yeah. This La Sirena, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see oh, here. well, there's there's a YouTube video that's called Holodeck Mistake in Star Trek Picard Episode 4. So that just makes me want to watch that <laughs> Let's one. Let's just do that one. Absolute oh, candor. Yo, this one's fun. It's with the, the guy with the sword. This one's a good episode, actually. Sword oh, Romulans. Sword so, Romulans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to do uh, Absolute Candor. Uh, that's season one, because there's only one season right now. Episode four of Picard next week. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. He wears a fun cool. hat in this one. I do. You know what? Just going to throw it out there. I do like that they brought it back these types of Romulans in Discovery. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Thanks. Well, thanks for listening. No, go for it. Go for it. I was just going to say thanks for listening. That's it. That's all I got. Oh. Thank you for listening. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, Maybe leave a comment. uh, Rate it. That helps us. We're also on Instagram. You can check out our grams. And we also have a Discord. We're on Twitter. We're on all the Twitters. And uh, yeah, make sure to go check all those out. Computer Voice is provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Uh, intro and outro music is by artist Bodyline, uh, used with permission from West uh, Mid- Midwest Collective. You can check it out on Bandcamp. You just won't get the cool Star Trek overlay sounds that Jan put over it. And we also have a really exciting announcement in the new year, 2021, the new year. We have become an officially s- sponsored podcast by CVS <laughs> No, we haven't. We have definitely not. We are still no, we a fan podcast. We still have no affiliation with CBS, Viacom, or any other Star Trek rights holders. Uh, I want to start the year off okay by by just being neutral to CBS, Viacom. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be pissed off at them just yet, but I'm also not gonna be like buddy buddy. Guys, what what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make that trailer for Emissary, uh, like a Christopher Nolan movie, and it's gonna be so much like Inception that Warner <laughs> Brothers actually pulls it down, so that way we can have a rivalry with Warner <laughs> Brothers of instead of CBS Viacom. Fuck yeah! Yes, I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks. you so much, everybody. Thanks. Uh, and transmission.
spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 